Now this is turning into Philippe's dating advice. But just like in general, you know, like. You're listening to Foreigners in Finland, a podcast that explores the experiences of people who moved here from abroad. My name is Philippe De Silva. I'm originally from New York, and I'm accompanied by my co-host Jared Luxon from Melbourne, Australia. We talk about why people come here, some challenges foreigners face, and all the incredible things this country has to offer. We hope our discussions help anyone new to Finland get accustomed to life here and bring new perspective to Finns. Welcome back, everyone, to Foreigners in Finland. Today, we're taking our first uh, requested episode by Aiden. So shout out, Aiden, and thanks for the, the episode topic and recommendation. So yeah, today we're talking about dating culture in Finland. And um, today's episode's purpose is basically to give foreigners a... Once again, a perspective of what dating is like here in Finland, what they can expect. Uh, we're going to go over some of the cultural norms once again and um, share our experience. And just a disclaimer, this is the opinions coming of of two guys, foreign guys. You know, it's no, no means a representative of what dating culture is like for everyone. We're going to share some experiences of what we've heard from some of our friends who are in different demographics than us. But yeah, we're just excited to, to talk about this topic because we think it's an interesting one. And and yeah, let's have some fun with it. Let's go. And, and I'll just say, keep the requests coming. Like we want to hear what 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 you want to hear. So tell us in, in, in the comments what kind of episodes that you'd like to see. Uh, and we'll see if we can if we can make one make one about them. So thanks for Aiden for shouting this one out. And we'll, uh, yeah, let's get going. Okay. so. I think one important topic to state off the bat is that Finland is a is one of the most gender neutral countries in the world. And I think that sets the landscape for dating here in Finland. Um, yeah, men and women are seen very much as equals and uh, women seem to be a bit more independent here than what I've experienced in other countries around the world. And that definitely sets the landscape for dating culture. And Finland, from my perspective, especially in Helsinki, seems to be quite open, um, not just in straight community, but in the queer community as, as well. It's very normal to, you know, to have people expressing their love in any way that they seem uh, appropriate for, for themselves to express. So I think that's like a really important part um, just to, to touch on before we get started. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in general, um, there's definitely, there seems to be more of an empowerment of uh, sort of women here and maybe less of an acceptance of the traditional uh, sort of gender roles, um, both in, we've spoken about it previously in uh, the, the workplace, in kind of social, social sides, but it, it also pervades, of course, into dating. I think the kind of, I think the expected roles maybe aren't as pronounced here. In general, I think there's less of a dependence between partners and uh, potential partners here in here in Finland. And maybe what that does is kind of liberate some of the uh, dating actions. So it's it's maybe less so the traditional, and this is really old-fashioned, and, and, and I'm not saying this is representative of Australia now, but the old-fashioned perspective being that, like, the, you know, the man goes and works and makes money um, and that that would then influence like the uh, dating experience. I think 
that's definitely old fashioned in Australia too. But here in here in Finland, I would say it's even further down the spectrum of completely bogus. Like that doesn't yeah. play almost any role as far as I've seen. Yeah, I think what what happened here in Finland is that there because there's such a um, a good level like social welfare system, but also that individuals have an opportunity to be very independent mm. even from a young age. It's like dating has is more about dating because of interest rather than necessity you know mm. like people don't feel like they need to have a partner mm. it's just that they want to have a partner yeah absolutely know? like it's kind of socially acceptable probably more socially acceptable here to be alone and it's not viewed as something maybe quite as negative maybe it's still got some negative negativity associated with it but i would say in general compared to australia where if you're by yourself, the first question people ask is, God, why? why? Yeah, what's <laughs> wrong with you? What's happened? Yeah, yeah. And it's not viewed, I think, in the same way here in Finland. Here in Finland, it could be more so that you're, you just, that's who you are and yeah. you're independent and that's just what you want to be. So I think firstly, it's nice to understand that as a foreigner because I think if you're, um, if you're interested in dating here in Finland, then that would be an important thing to understand first. Yeah, so you now we have like a little, we've discussed a bit of the overarching aspects that kind of set up the dynamics for the dating culture mm. and then another thing is that i would still we've been saying this quite a lot in our episodes but Finns tend to be a bit more shy and reserved not to say that they don't open up once you get to meet them but it's very rare that they're going to make the first move and i think that's why tinder has become such a big phenomenon here mm. like in in finland like if you mention Tinder in some other cultures, it's really just known as an, an app where you want to go hook up, hook up yeah. and that's it. But in Finland, it's become much more than that. It's it. There's much more of a range. It's like if you want to date seriously, you can find a serious partner on Tinder. If you want to just have a hookup, you can find a hookup. If you want to just meet a friend, you can just meet a friend. So there's like much more dynamic to the tinder aspect here some people just like to do it for fun because it's like interesting okay who's on tinder mm, you know mm. and i think that's one difference about tinder here compared to other places and maybe again because fins are a bit shy that could be the reason why i took off so much yeah absolutely yeah i totally i totally think so too i think tinder it started off of course as this kind of maybe more um casual app in australia i think it's also transitioned now that people are starting to use it more how it's used here in here in finland as just a way to meet people um but very interesting how you say how that app and and that way of meeting people through the internet maybe suits here in here in finland um and especially it, it makes me think how the dynamics could change depending on the seasons here yeah like when it's cold and dark and winter and not as many people are maybe going out to the bars or spending as much time out socially maybe that that way of connecting through the internet is really convenient it just yeah. works for people here it seems like it it, it does work here in finland mm -hmm. and i would say because Finns are usually shy and not the ones to make the first move or to start a conversation as a foreigner if you're comfortable with that i would say you have a big advantage because now you can just approach someone that you're interested in and from what my understanding, it's not that Finns don't like that, you know, like Finns, I would say, don't mind being approached as long as you approach respectfully, you know, mm. you're not like being rude about mm. it. You know, you, you, you have a respectful tone. You're just like trying to get to know them, start a conversation. Of course, if they're not interested or they're not trying to have a conversation, you <laughs> respectfully you have to respect. accept the, that 
type of response and, and you move on with your day. But like I would say, you still have a big advantage because most people aren't getting approached. And I think you'd be surprised how successful you can be in making a connection and maybe getting a number uh, by doing so. Yeah. And this goes for, for dating. It goes for friendships. I think it goes for any type of social interaction. Because if you're the type of person where maybe culturally you're from a place where it's much more accepted for, to just go up and introduce yourself and there's much more of a, um, that's that's much more normal in your culture. Uh, yeah, Finnish people, to be honest, in my experience, love it. Yeah. And I think if you're a foreigner um, and maybe you're speaking English or you aren't speaking Finnish, um, that can also be a bit of a conversation starter, I think, that you can go up with someone. Generally, Finns are quite curious about where you're from. I would expect if you're a foreigner and, you, and you're trying to start a conversation with somebody, that's going to be one of the first topics. So maybe like you could sort of use that as some sort of thing that you can get a conversation started and maybe ask them about or they're probably going to ask, ask you. So that would be something that I would expect. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like as a foreigner, you would have so much to share. Uh, just like why you're here in Finland, what you're doing, you know, like then that can open up to some of your interests. But again, remember, it's always better to to ask questions and, <laughs> and listen to, to what they're into and what they're doing in a certain area or something like that. Mm. But it's still like, if you're like, oh, what am I going to say? You know, you have plenty to share mm. as, as a foreigner, mm. I would say. I would say that in any situation where you're trying to meet someone new and maybe make an impression on somebody, uh, it's not a bad thing to be a foreigner. I think in general, you can sort of, it's quite an interesting point and Finns are interested to hear about it. It's something different, something new. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've touched a little bit of, on like how you can meet people. You, you can use dating apps. Well, here it's usually just Tinder. And then you could approach people if you see someone out on the streets or at a park or whatever. I think meeting people through friends is always a classic. You know, going out um, to a party is definitely another way. Mm. Um yeah, so then once you have someone on your radar and, you know, you guys are vibing and, and you find them interesting and what's the next thing you want to take them out on a date? So I would say most common places to take someone out on a date in Finland would probably be like you want to keep it casual the first night, the first like date. You don't want to do anything too extravagant. I think you in Finland you might uh, kind of uh, surprise people or like make them feel take it back a little bit a bit uncomfortable it's like wow he's really going and so just keep it like casual maybe go to a park and have a picnic mm. or you know go out for coffee or for a beer and just you know a, a way to start getting to know each other in a very casual comfortable way mm. i would sort of add on top of this that maybe uh depending on your culture where you're where you're from uh the emphasis shouldn't be maybe on making an impression or trying to impress someone it's more about focusing on the connection I think that's good good advice generally. Generally, just whenever, good dating advice. Of course, yeah. but I think here in Finland, it's extra important because you can come off a bit strange, I think, if you really put an effort into trying to impress someone, yeah. especially on an early date or something like, like that. I think people would kind of react funnily to that. For sure. So, um, yeah, I would say generally friends, dating, this type of social interactions, keep the first times casual. Um, and that way you can really try and build up this social connection that we've spoken about previously the Finns really like to have before they start to open up. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that's just like great advice mm. all across the board. Yeah. yeah, probably not just here in Finland, just in yeah, general. Just in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But I, I agree. Like keeping it keeping it casual. Um, maybe you could go for a coffee. Maybe you could go for a go for a drink. Um, pick do something nice, active. Active. I, I, I feel like going for a hike or something like that. Yeah. Is, is okay. Again, it's just any opportunity that you, I think you can learn what that person likes, learn what like they're interested in. I think in the it's interesting to think about the what to do in the winter time. Yeah. Because many of these things we've just spoken about, they fit nicely during the summer. And I would say in general, with it, whether it's dating or just being social, I think fins are more active during the summertime because, of course, it just is easier to get outside and do those things. Um, what do you think about the winter? Do you think it changes how you how you approach it? I would definitely say so. I mean, you're quite limited because of the weather. So unless both of you are really into outdoor winter sports, you're most likely going to be inside, you mm -hmm. know? Especially I, on the first day because you, exactly. you might not know that yet. Yeah. And and I, I would say that I don't know how many Finns would actually want to go for a first day doing like cross-country skiing. <laughs> you could go ice skating. Ice skating, I think, yeah. is a pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. chill way to, to meet someone. But then you'd probably do like a coffee. Maybe you'd go to a museum. Maybe you'd do like some billiards or bowling, something like that. Mm. Definitely avoid movies. You don't want to go on a movie on the first date. You want to be able to actually talk and not just sit in a <laughs> in a room watching a movie. Yeah. You know, save that for maybe the third or fourth date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think maybe in the dinner, a lunch would be more more normal than in the summer. Like I I think like going to a restaurant to eat is not a common first date here i mean you can still do it there's nothing wrong with it but but i don't think that would be like the the main thing like if your date is going well and you want to extend it and both of you are getting hungry then of course you know like oh let's go grab a bite and you go to the restaurant but again more like a casual restaurant nothing like too fancy again it's, it isn't about trying to make an impression yeah. so, to, so to say i yeah. think it's more about just getting the chance to experience a nice night or a nice time yeah. and just see if you connect yeah and catch some good vibes and yeah. like if you do go out to eat i would definitely suggest not sitting across from each other like sit next to each other i think that makes a much more like casual um uh situation i think fins if i'm not mistaken tend to sit across from each other but i would go against that and say still try and sit next to each other it's like it kind of, it, it's a bit less formal, you know, like if you're sitting right in front of each other, it feels a bit more like an interview. You're forced to have a lot more eye contact. If the conversation stops for a little bit, you know, you can't just like look around and you can't look at the same thing easily. Yeah, which exactly. Is, which is like the thing. I, now this is turning into Philippe's dating advice. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, but just like in general, you know, like I think, yeah, I think that's just good dating advice in general, but I think the main point was that fins maybe tend to sit across from each it's other. It's definitely normal. Yeah. I've seen it yeah. so much when I'm walking through and you can, you can always see when someone's on a on date, first right? Date. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's super common. They're obviously, they're always sitting straight opposite each other. Um, yeah. and I reckon it definitely chills the vibes down when you're, when, when it doesn't feel like an interview. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we're talking about now eating out. What's the norms with who pays? Because in Australia and the US, this is, again, going back towards more of these old-fashioned traditional ideas, not necessarily representative, of course, because everyone does as they want. Um, but there is a tradition in Australia where you go on a date, the guy pays. Yeah, what's absolutely. that? What's that like here? That, that doesn't exist here. I mean, for like in here, anyone who goes out on a date is ready to pay for their own experience, for their own meal, for their own ticket, whatever. Um, I don't think anyone is ever taken aback or 
or sees it as a rude thing if someone offers to pay for it, you mm. know. But I would say that you can offer, like a rule of thumb is you can offer, but don't insist. You mm. know, if someone uh, refuses the offer for you to pay for their meal or ticket, you know, just accept that and and know, okay, I made a nice gesture, but and then and, and they're not being rude. Yeah, because you have to you ha- you have to remember like things work differently in different cultures. People aren't being rude by, you know, saying that, that, that they want to pay for themselves. Again, it comes down, I think, more to this independence thing. Absolutely. And not wanting to, to create any kind of expectations or anything like yeah. this. It's just about keeping the vibes quite neutral so that yeah. then you can build the connection. Yeah. Or, or maybe feeling like, oh, they're just going on a date because they wanted to get a free meal or something like that. You know, like, I don't know, maybe the conscious is just a bit cleaner. They feel better that, okay, they can pay for their own own date and yeah absolutely you know, just so, a cultural thing again yeah but i think it's important that people and foreigners especially are aware of this but also finnish people yeah that if if you're with a foreigner who is so sort of suddenly trying to insist to pay um it's maybe not because they're being super weird yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because culturally that that is a thing yeah. in like many other countries yeah so. they're just trying to be respectful exactly yeah exactly yeah i, I would i would uh make the um i in my opinion, I think that whoever asks to go out, like who's ever initiating the date, should pay for the date. That's yeah. kind of like I, I think like it makes sense. Like you want to take someone out, then it's like okay, like that's, I want to take you out. That's literally, the, that's you know? the gesture. Yeah, but I'm also cool with like everyone just paying for their own thing. Yeah, I think that's cool too. Yeah, and here in here in Finland, you don't have to worry about splitting the bill at a restaurant. <laughs> they're it's all very easy. They're all used to used to doing that. <laughs> yeah. so there's, there's no there's no stress yeah. about that. I, I wonder like even if many partners probably still split the bill when they go out to to eat. Like yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it happens, you know. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. think it again, independence. I yeah. think many couples and things once they once they're an established couple keep those uh, finances separate yeah. for like a very long time. So Yeah. Yeah, and and maybe we could even do an episode on relationships um, mm. later on, you know. But this one's obviously mostly focused on dating, but they are very two different uh, relationships, you know, mm. like or stages of or sta- they're different stages, you yeah. know. They have different dynamics to it. So now we've spoken about sort of the you know the overarching picture, maybe how to get on that first date. Yeah. What happens on the first date, like if you go for a, like a picnic or a, yeah. or, or, or or a meal or something. Is there some guidance we can give of like how to communicate like well with like Finnish people maybe like during the process or like after the after that you've had a date with them like what are the norms in your eyes? Yeah, so like if the date is going well, there's some chemistry going on, you guys are enjoying yourselves. It's it's usually like who makes the first move, right? I think in Finland it's quite common for either person to make the first move. I don't think there is pressure on one person to do it mm-hmm. um, i would say that women are quite in tune with their sexuality and they're very confident and they feel empowered because of this like gender e- equality and don't be surprised if you know a, a woman makes the first move um, it comes down to these to these roles that maybe are established in other countries that aren't necessarily established here so when you're coming here you're establishing or trying to establish a relationship with people you need to put those roles out of your mind because they can, I think they can hold you back more than anything. So if you're from a country where the male leads in most of the sort of social interactions um, between maybe let's say a man and a woman, um, you need to remember that here in Finland things can work differently. Hmm. Of course, it depends on the person that you're speaking with, but you need to respect that the fact that just because maybe you're the man, if I'm talking from my perspective here, I don't 
I'm not the one who's in charge of, of, of the situation. Right. You need to respect that this is a mutual sort of thing here. And I think it actually makes it honestly much, 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 much better. Because Absolutely. in places like Australia, where obviously we are progressive and that in many cases it's, it's the same. But then, of course, in other cases, it's not the same. And it actually makes it a bit more of a question. It's a bit less easy to understand um, sort of what, how you're meant to behave. Because I think the, 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 there's a bit of a blend between the traditional and then the, the progressive. Whereas yeah. here in Finland, I, I would say the normal is being progressive. Yeah, I, f- I would say that maybe sometimes there's some kind of shame if like a woman would make the first move or something. And that doesn't exist here at all. It's like anyone can make their move whenever they feel is appropriate, you know, and, and if it, if it flows, then it flows. And it, I don't think there should be like any type of a shaming around it. No, no, absolutely, yeah. absolutely not. And, and I would say that I think guys sometimes are a bit surprised, um, when maybe they think a day has gone well and, and now all of a sudden they're like trying to continue their relationship and maybe they're not having the same type of reciprocation from, from the other person. I would just like to say that it's not necessarily that something went wrong on the date. You know, I think people here are, like we said, much more independent. So maybe they're not looking for that type of um, long-term relationship. Sometimes from my discussions with some of my foreign friends, they said that sometimes can feel somewhat transactional. You know, as a general rule of thumb, it's always a kind thing to communicate where you stand in that relationship Mm. that you've just started do you want to continue seeing the other person do you want to take some time away do you just not want to see each other do you just want to be friends like it's your responsibility to communicate how you feel Mm. um i would say that people do do that here Mm. but again everyone's different i can maybe bring up a point here when we're talking about the communication that comes that comes to mind if you're from a country like myself where English is the first language and you're a foreigner here in Finland, I guess it's most likely that, that any sort of date that you'll go on, you'll be operating probably in English if you don't um, have Finnish under your belt. So I think it's important to, re- to remember that also when you're dealing with the other person because it can be easy to forget suddenly because Finns have, in general, quite good English. Right. It can be easy to forget that that person's operating in, in a second language. In a second language, that's so right. So that can often change how a person's um, attitude is. Trust me, if we were doing this podcast in Finnish, you got, your guys' experience of me would be very, very different. So different, so different. <laughs> so it's, I think it's really important to, to keep that in your mind. Um, if you're native English, then I think it's very, very critical to respect that the other person might be operating in their second, maybe third language. Right. Um, and they're not gonna, going to be maybe as, uh, tran- like maybe they're not going to be as representative of who they actually are or how they're actually feeling yeah. as if they were operating in their language. Absolutely. Or, or what they want to say, you know, yeah. they might want to say something and it might come off a little differently just because of the language barrier. Yeah. So I, I think in that case, it's never the wrong thing to just ask for clarification. Yeah. Ask and be clear. Um, obviously if you're operating then from someone whose English is already a second language to someone else whose English is a second language, then you have to be extra clear because there could be sort of uh, communication issues in both directions. Yeah. But I think in general, it's nice to remember um, and to keep in mind if you're in a dating situation that it's really important to remember that the language really contributes to how a person can express themselves. So Absolutely. don't forget that. Yeah. Another thing that I would like to bring up is that in Helsinki from 
my perspective or from what I've kind of seen, there people are very open with with uh, their sexuality. You know, there's not much of a a traditional way of doing things here. You know, you can go to a restaurant and you can see, you know, two females sitting at a table and you could tell that they're, you know, dating or see two guys holding hands walking down the street. I think that's totally like accepted in society here, at least in Helsinki. I can't speak for the re- the rest of the country. And last weekend we actually had uh Pride weekend and I was pretty surprised to see how many people were just out on the streets in the parade in Kaivopoisa, like the whole park. It's Helsinki's biggest park and it was completely filled mm-hmm. with with people, you know, like queer community, people just supporting the queer community. And I think that was like a, a nice thing to see, obviously, mm. uh, for many reasons. But just to add another dynamic here that, you know, like if you do identify yourself in, in that queer community, like you do have the opportunity of dating here and feeling comfortable about it and being being open with your sexuality. Mm. And that's definitely not to say that like that there aren't any sort of type of experiences that people might have had that aren't sort of represented there. But I think the Pride Week and the success of Pride Week here in Helsinki was a was a real show of support um, for the for the queer community. So I, yeah. I would echo what you said for yeah, sure. For sure. And and I think because there is such a support for it that it really gives the opportunity for people to maybe be a bit more fluid in their sexuality so maybe people you know have been a certain type of sexuality for a while but then you know if they get curious it's it's easier than for to experiment here i would say in helsinki than maybe some other places where i've lived uh but again that's such a narrow perspective Mm. uh but i think it's Uh, it's worth mentioning yeah and i would say again it just comes back to this idea of the roles not being as strong and without these like strong gender roles that exist in like the dating scene or expectations, it just gives people more flexibility to do what they want to do that suits them better. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I would kind of summarize it is that there's not these defined sort of roles where people are expected to behave in a certain way. And because of that, people can behave how they want. And I think that's a great net benefit. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Jared, this has been uh, quite a fun one, I would say. We were we were a bit like hesitant on like how, how do we want to do this, you know? But uh, I'm really happy that Aiden gave a suggestion. I think it went really well. And if you have any questions about dating, specific questions, let us know in the comments. We'll be happy to answer them. Maybe we'll answer them on the next episode mm. um, live on the show. Mm. And yeah, if we got anything wrong, definitely let us know as well. Again, just a disclaimer, this was just our perspective and the perspective of some of our friends that we've spoken to. Uh, but yeah, please do share your stories and, and your your experiences with dating here in Finland. I think the, the other listeners will definitely appreciate that. Absolutely. Hey, thanks, guys. We'll catch you on the next one.